What's going on here? Sebastian, who is that? No one. I don't know. These women have clearly escaped from some asylum or rehab and have been sent here to, I don't know, torture me? We've been sent here from an asylum to torture you? What are we, ghosts? Maybe. You're both pale enough. Yeah, well, sorry. We don't all get a timeshare up in the Hamptons. Us plebeians gotta soak up the sun while we wait for the bus. An aristocrat riding the bus? What is the world coming to? Also, why do you sound like a dock worker or a cab driver now? Surprise. What? You're on candid camera. (gasps) Oh my goodness! Yep, our producers will contact you. We don't want to be on camera. Why not? Sebastian, this could be my big break. You're not going to get your big break with a cameo on candid camera. Why not? A daytime soap producer could happen to be watching. Then I get cast as a boutique hotel manager with a wealthy husband, who I murder, of course. And then a recurring role on Miami Vice as Don Johnson's love interest. Then I star opposite the greatest actor of all time. Robert Redford. Sidney Poitier. Stacey Keach. Bruce Willis. I'm sorry, but there's no way you're on candid camera and then you're starring in a Bruce Willis vehicle. Why not? Crazier things have happened. If I can make it here, I can make it anywhere. Classic tune. You haven't made it in New York. What are you saying, Sebastian? It's a hard business. Show business. And what do we want being on a prank show anyway? You don't think I have what it takes? No. Not exactly. I don't understand. You saw me in my one-woman interpretation of Equus, and you said, and I quote, I can't believe you played all those horses. Sounds incredible. Let's just get a quiet bite to eat, okay? I'm tired, and I don't know what the hell just happened here tonight. It feels like I just got stampeded by a bunch of clowns all piling out of a clown car with no spatial awareness. Sebastian, do you not believe in me? Sure, I believe in you. Fame and success are a crapshoot, that's all. But do you think I'm going to make it? Let's talk about this later. Don't want to talk about it later. Want to talk about it now. You're an aerobics instructor. (laughs) Goodbye, Sebastian. Or Dan, or whoever the hell you are. Actually, you know what you are, huh? A bad kisser and a worse tipper. The worst combination there is. I don't know what kind of sideshow freak act you people are, but I've got attorneys, and they've got attorneys, and between all the attorneys, you've got some legal headaches coming your way. What are you getting us on exactly? I don't know. Defamation of character? Hey, it's not our fault you're a bad kisser. This isn't over. Dickwad. Don't look so stressed. The bad guy got his comeuppance. Yeah, no thanks to you. What do you mean? I should go. I'm going with you. Uh, you are? Don't go. Come on, Rachel. What's the big idea? What's the big idea? I had him in the palm of my freshly manicured hand. He was about to go on tape with the goods, but no, 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 no. You had to storm in with some insane story about a traffic violation. Couldn't I at least have been wanted for a sexier crime? Who's worried about you? That guy's got anger issues, you saw. Admit it, Liz. You were jealous. Oh, come on, don't flatter yourself. So, my friends are waiting for me, so... Sit down, Darren. Well, now I'm scared. 
What are you doing? You're scaring Darren here. He's fragile. He's fine. I'm fine. You can't push people away and then have a savior complex about them. Don't have savior complex. Then what were you just doing? Trying to save... <sighs> there you go again. You hurt my brain. You know what? I don't have to take this. Darren, let's go. Wait, where are you taking Darren? None of your business. Where are we going? Meeting some friends in the West Village. Some very fabulous friends who only know the fabulous side of me, which isn't you two. Meeting some friends in the West Village. I can hear Darren fine, thank you. Wait, as in you and me? Come on, Darren. Let's go be appreciated for the complicated adults that we are. Goodbye, Liz. I hope your precious brain gets some proper rest. Fine. I'm gonna go to Serpico, who doesn't yell at me. Of course. Go home to zero expectations. Easier that way. Serpico expects tuna, okay? Warmed up for 55 seconds in the microwave. Nice knowing you, Liz. Again, still scared. Anyone asks, you're doing a profile of me for The Voice. What's the angle? You're following me around, a young up-and-comer, a fashionista, a culturista, uh, all of the East. You do steam up a all mean right. cappuccino, maybe a barista? No, do not bring up my right secret blue-collar life. I have a reputation to uphold. All right, let's see some ID. Have a nice night. I saw a rat take a bath in some guy's beer. Not exactly the Palace of Versailles here. New York for you. A city that makes rats say to themselves, sure, why not? So why are you my shadow for the evening? Shouldn't you be out with your own over at the Cubbyhole or Henrietta Hudson's? I thought maybe you could provide a little color for my story, some background on the subject. Oh, I see. You want me to divulge Liz's secrets, abandon my familial loyalties. Maybe. This for the story or for you? Story, of course. Always for the story. Her life is the job and Serpico. Occasionally, she takes a trip up to Atlantic City and will allow herself to gamble exactly $50. Then she complains the whole time that she was robbed and why would anyone gamble their hard-earned cash and... Eventually, it turns into a rant about who really shot JFK. Guess my question is, why be a private eye? What is it about the job that eats up her entire life? What are you asking, oh inquisitive one? Why Liz spends her days in nice busting cheaters? Why she chooses work over romance? Or perhaps why she's choosing work over romance with you? It's that obvious, huh? What? How much I like her. You ain't following me to a dingy dive bar in the West Village to get a bunch of side-eye from Randy shirtless men. Yeah, they don't seem so pleased that I'm here. Not one bit. This on background, like, off the record. You're the deep throat to my Woodward. Heard that line before. Bit of a different context, though. All right. What Liz would never, ever want anyone to know, she's the biggest softie on the planet. If you watch It's a Wonderful Life with her, waterworks. She, without fail, sprints to open the door for the elderly. And her thank you notes. Like Hemingway writing to one of his old war buddies. 
so deliberate yet so beautiful all because a client dropped off an ambrosia salad but like any hopeless romantic she got her heart trampled on and now there's a giant padlock around it not sure anyone's got the turnkey yeah she did mention she dated someone who uh quit the business so to speak abandon her sapphic roots to pop out lots of babies in Connecticut with a man named Francis who suffered from chronic halitosis. Ugh, that's rough. He's a tax attorney and an amateur taxidermist. A house littered with W2s and stuffed raccoons. What a nightmare. Worst part is, Liz loved her so much she even tried to make a friendship work. Ah, been there myself. After that, she swore off love. Who swore off love? <gasps> I said, who swore off love? Share, uh, uh, sh- talking about share. The singer? And actor, hello, Moonstruck. You twos were sitting here talking about share. As one does in the village, it's almost a law. What does it matter who we're talking about? We're two friends, out on the town, and you interrupted us. You and Darren are friends now? Yeah, great friends. The best. Let's not go crazy. What do you want, Liz? How'd you know we were here? I'm a private eye for peace's sake. Finding people is kind of what I do for a living. Also, you're here all the time, Darren. It's like a second office. And having two neurotic ladies snipping at each other is really cramping my style. Was leaving anyway. Don't go. Why should I stay? Because. Because I went home, put Serpico's tuna in the microwave, tried to watch the news, started a crossword puzzle, poured myself a glass of cheap scotch. Couldn't finish it. All the things that usually give me comfort felt sad. And I realized that all I wanted was to see you. I know Darren was here telling you all about how I got my heart broken, huh? (laughs) Never recovered? He may have gone on deep background about a few things. Will you two ladies take this episode of Lesbian Dynasty elsewhere? I'm trying to get laid over here. Honey, just kiss her, for goodness sakes. Why do you gals have to process everything? They've got a point. Well? I don't want a first real kiss to be at pieces. What about the time in the car? That wasn't a real kiss. We were on a job. We had to kiss to stay undercover. Was it hot? Of course it was hot. I mean, look at her. Are we still reading the love letters of Virginia Woolf aloud or what? Okay, sir. You've made your point. Look, we don't have to kiss. Let's just go somewhere right now. You're far too stunning for pieces. Uh, I don't know. I have to go. Where are you 
going? Home! These kitten heels are killing me! I don't get it! Okay, you come here to pump Darren for details about me, and then you just scurry off? Don't strike me as a type who spoofs so easily. I don't. What? You're not the only one who's been hurt, okay? Or who's scared to try again. I don't want to fight for someone who's only in it for the chase. That's not me. Because I'm not going to leave you hanging by the phone or, or make promises about weekends away that I never keep or tell you to meet at some fancy restaurant, never come, and then leave the other person with no other choice but to eat a hot dog in the one nice dress that they own or say you're the one as I'm walking at the door. It's hard, okay? Being who we are? Sometimes you take scraps just to stay at the table. Well, I'm the whole meal. Like it or not. God, that's all I ever wanted. Rachel, you and those snacks, that perfume, <laughs> your auburn highlights in the late afternoon sun. I did hear a rumor that you were the Hemingway of thank you notes. My mother raised me right. And you know my father? He taught me the power of unadored prose. You might just be the most charming weirdo I have ever met. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, and you're very, very cute. Well, Serpico thinks so. Can we do a do-over? Of what? Do-over first date, do-over first kiss. If we start dating, will this be a conflict of interest? For you or for me? Both, I suppose. I try not to make a habit of dating folks I'm writing about. I won't tell you, editor. Besides, maybe this is a new angle. Romance on a stakeout. <laughs> sure, he would love that. I do seem to remember you talking about taking me to Delmonico's. Let me get paid first. <laughs> Might have happened if you hadn't crashed into that cocktail bar like a linebacker <laughs> who wandered off the field. What are you doing now? Throwing these heels into a puddle and getting a slice of pizza barefoot. Hopefully avoiding any sort of fungal infection while doing it. How about this? Carry your shoes while you order your pizza? You got yourself a deal. <laughs>